Okay, so we're starting Stars and Grapes, and I need someone great to do. Any volunteers? I'm your huckleberry. Val Kilmer? Hell yeah. All right, we're starting Stars and Grapes with Val Kilmer and Tombstone. So you know what that means. It's in the basket. Writer's ba bagel basket. Why, Johnny Ringo. You look like somebody just walked over your grave. Fight's not with you, Holiday. I beg to differ, sir. We started a game we never got to finish. <clears throat> Play for blood, remember? Tear me apart, Lisa! David, do you take Patrick? Everything is going to be all right. I was thinking maybe the king and I. Uh, how about Oklahoma? I don't consider myself a particularly ethical person, but I am fair. Don't be mean. We don't have to be mean, because remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Hi, welcome to Writer's Bagel Basket. I'm Scott Kerland, and we are kicking off July. If you're new to the podcast, every month we do a different theme. And this theme for July is Stars and Gripes. I pick one celebrity, focus on their oeuvre, and I tell you why I'm upset about something that has to do with their career. Uh, this is Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer is one of my favorite actors. I am upset because of throat cancer. Um, he had so many great movies lined up before his diagnosis and he lost all of them. So I thought it'd be nice to showcase him this month. And we're going to start off strong with what I think is his greatest role. And one of my greats is joining me, Mr. Johnny Riley. Oh, I'm a great. I'm so happy to be All here. All right, I'm kicking you out. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, bye. <laughs> so you've never seen Tombstone, right? No, I have never seen Tombstone. I also realized I've seen maybe like a dozen Westerns in my life. Western and even. Samurai are martial arts movies are like my favorite. Like, yeah, my, it goes black exploitation, Western than martial so, arts movies so like they're but like real westerns not like the ones that subvert the genre in a way kind of like westworld i like um, those i like those too right but i'm saying like legit westerns I, I think i've seen maybe like 10 if you've seen any tarantino movies his last few have had the, the vibe of a western yeah 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 django and um hateful eight i've definitely seen those even i've seen it I've seen El Topo, which I think could be a Western. His most Western is Inglorious Bastards. It has really? all the beats of a Western. But it's just set in World mm -hmm. War II. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's yeah. her name? Shoshana is literally the man with no name. Interesting. Yeah. I never thought of it that way. I just saw it as a war movie. You yeah. Know? But this one, my God. Two hours and 10 minutes for 1993. That that was something. So Go why don't fuck you yourself. give us, Hey, <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Two hours and 10 minutes. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> give us the blockbuster. Shave, shave off 10 minutes at least. <laughs> well, we'll get into the turmoil of this movie, but uh, why don't you give us the blockbuster rule? Oh, um, Wyatt Earp and his brothers move into a town 
into a new town and shit hits the fan. Yeah, that's good. That's, so yeah. <laughs> so this movie was so long because it had so many setbacks. The original oh. director of the movie, uh, I believe his name was Fred Gare, or uh, he was kicked off the movie. He did not. This was a passion project for um, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell loves Wyatt Earp so much that his son is named Wyatt. <laughs> Oh, I think. Oh, that makes sense now. I mean, you Kevin, could kind of Kevin Jer. Kevin Jer is was the guy. You who, can you could tell that it was somebody's baby. So they replaced him. Kurt Russell asked for them to replace him with legendary Western director George Cosmatos, who he was so old at this point that I believe like. Everyone knows that he just sat in the chair and didn't really do anything. Apparently, Kurt Russell directed this movie. Kurt Russell ghost yeah, directed. When, isn't, didn't you, you, I think you told me this. When, but when you were like, we're watching Tombstone, Kurt Russell secretly directed it. Yeah, so George uh, Cosmo, uh, Cosmatos directed Rambo First Blood, Cobra, um, Tombstone, Leviathan. Um, and I'm not going to lie. I did zero research on this. I didn't even know Wyatt Earp was a real person. Well, this is one of those situations where it's like an Armageddon deep impact. Like two movies came out around the same time. So this came out and then two, a month before Wyatt Earp, the movie with Kevin Costner came out. Oh, shit. So everyone... This one was the one that did better because of the performance of Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked Val Kilmer's performance. That's what everyone remembers the most of this movie is Val Kilmer. I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah, and you're a Daisy if you do, which no one knows what that means, but if you think about it, it if you do it, I'll kill you and you'll be pushing daisies. Uh, yeah, the, I mean... You could tell that there was a lot of attention to detail in this movie where like um, there was like there was in the background at one point a like cart of women who are protesting because they want equal pay. And it's like that's something interesting that like it's background, it's filler and everything. But like, you know, they really delved into the history of uh, the of America at this time period. And I, I love the fact that like there are certain things that they're just okay with that we know are bad. Like when one of uh, I think it's Virgil Earp's wife gives Maddie opium and it's just like, I got a headache and she's like, here, take this. Don't take too much. And then she's, I like, didn't, she's addicted. I mean, I didn't realize it was opium at first. I thought it was just like, a, a whiskey or something it was supposed to be it was supposed to be one of those magical elixirs which back then mm. was like pure drugs yes and then Did they, okay so i i'm gonna i want to just jump to the end for a hot second with since we're on her the, yeah i was um, literally about to jump to that part too with the voiceover well no i was just confused did they get divorced or did they separate or something i think he just left her there and she died. Well, no, because um, 
They left on the. Uh, uh, she Sam left Elliott. with Virgil, but I think I think she she went to that town, and as soon as they left, like she was so addicted to the opium that she basically drank herself to death. Because oh. you have you have that basic like middle school book report voiceover at the end of some old westerny guy like who the fuck's that guy we ha- we didn't hear him at the beginning why do we hear him all of a sudden now he's like yeah and maddie uh she got addicted to opium and well she's fucking dead and well no we we he was at the beginning there was there, a, yeah there was a little prologue being like in the in the west we did this blah 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 but movie starts okay so at the beginning that's sam elliott at the end, it's a different guy. Why? Because they couldn't get Sam Elliott back for ADR. So it's a different guy. Like, so that's what I find ridiculous. Because he, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, Wyatt married the actress and like they had fun and he became a Hollywood stuntman. And oh, Maddie's dead. <laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't realize like like I said, I knew nothing about this movie. I've never seen Westerns. I didn't realize Sam Elliott was in this and he still looks the same. And it's almost 30 years later. Yeah. Also Bill Paxton. I love Bill Paxton. Love me some Bill Paxton twister. So, so in when they first get into town and they like, stop, let's look at ourselves in this reflection. And they have like that mirror snapshot. I was like, somebody's dying. Somebody's going to die. I thought it was the women. The women were going to be killed off because because this is all like this you is know, a western it's yeah it, but it's toxic masculinity too with well that's that's part it. of it that's part of it too like you know the the whole morgan not being he had to be the man and he had to you know go hunt down the guy who shot his brother in the leg and then it's like our shot him in the arm and then he gets shot in the leg and then the stomach and he's like hey forest I want to go home. Like he, he does like, he basically has the same dialogue as Bubba Gump as Bubba from. Yeah. And then you, and then you realize, Oh, you're the sympathetic brother. You're definitely going to die. Yep. You are definitely, He's I don't know when, but, but you are deaf. You are the, going to be the, the catalyst for something. Yeah. And like, so I end every one of these podcasts with, well, bye. This is where that comes from. <laughs> when Powers Booth sees him leaving town, and he's like, "Well, bye." Like that's that's why I do it. Um, and I'm not going to stop now that I've covered this movie. But I I love all the villains in this movie. All the villains are basically cartoon characters. I thought Powers Booth because like when Powers Booth, who is like the head of the Cowboys, yeah. dies. And I, 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 Curly Bill? I was just like, okay, Curly Bill. Yeah. I was just like, okay, so we must be getting close to the end. 30 minutes left. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, like, cause then you realize that it's not his death that you care the most about. It's, it's Johnny Ringo's, which originally that role was supposed to be Mickey Rourke. Oh, I like I, I there's like it's like Hollywood's who's who of male actors in this. Yeah, because like um, crap, what's his name? Thomas Aiden Church. Thomas Aiden Church is in it. Apparently, um, 
Frank Stallone is in it. I missed that. Um, Billy Bob. Michael, Billy Bob, who you could definitely tell. Michael Rooker is in it. Stephen Lang. Like, pre like the vocal fry Michael Rooker. Um, yeah. Stephen Lang. And you see um, the ending credits and you're just like, you were in it too? Charlton Heston. You? Oh, that one. I wanted to flip a table when yeah. that happened. Billy Zane? Billy Zane. Jason Priestley. Who was he? The one who, when they're watching, <laughs> when okay, they're watching good, Billy good. Zane, and he's like, "I think he's wonderful." <laughs> like, good, okay, because I was just like, they queer coded that one person, right? And Billy Zane, in a way, like they're they're gay. Billy Zane was okay. gay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did zero research uh, uh, onto these people because I'm assuming everyone is based off of somebody, except for Billy Zane. Interesting. There was yeah. no male. Male performer that would travel around the old west. I have no idea, but like, I just love how he's like, "This is the Saint Crippen's Day speech from Henry V. and then he starts doing it. I'm like, "That's not the that's not the speech." It's like it's like if he was like, "This is the Saint Crippen's Day speech from Henry V. and he was like, "Hey, Vern," and he starts doing like <laughs> Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> Well, I guess it just shows you how the um, how cultured and um, uh, educated people are at the time, because uh, no one calls him out. I I love how they call out Jason Priestley when he's like, "I'm not going to help you, Wyatt. You arrested my friends," and he's like, "They made fun of you, you dumb bastard." And he's like, "Well, it just shows you where th- that." corruption was even back then also wait there was something else that i was just like oh oh when they <laughs> when they try to do gun control in town and mm-hmm. everyone was 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 pissed off i was like even in the late 1800s gun control is a hot issue yep i i love when uh what's his name uh thomas hayden church who at this point he was on wings i i think uh and he's this like is before ned and stacy i ned and stacy was 95 so okay yeah. so it's weird that you know ned and stacy <laughs> i don't know how i know remembered that title usa yeah that's it comes right. in the morning um but i i just remember like the one line i would always say is it's a nocturne nocturne what's that you know, Frederick fucking Chopin. <laughs> but I, we need to talk about Kilmer because Kilmer in this movie, not even supposed to be in this movie originally. Oh, wow. It was supposed to be Willem Dafoe. No. And Disney no. did. So this is a touchstone movie uh, or Hollywood. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's still a Disney movie. And Disney's like, no, he was in Passion of the Christ. No. No, not Passion of the Christ. Uh, Last Temptation of Christ. No. Yeah, so I'd be like, Passion of the Christ was like early 2000s, buddy right. boy. Last Temptation of Christ. Uh, okay. And, and they they blacklisted him from this movie. So Kurt because Russell, of that? Yeah. I'm I don't know. I've I also haven't seen Last Temptation. So like I don't know what's the controversy though over over Will of Defoe. Like, keep in mind, it was like the late 80s, early 90s when this went into production because this was like filming for years. Um, and he played Jesus. 
So it's a character. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like this was like the late eighties, early nineties. That nothing that wasn't really done back then. And that movie is basically it. It's just a Scorsese movie, is how I'll word it. Like, okay, I like, only like like my earliest knowledge of Willem it, Dafoe. It's experimental and it's weird. That's all I can really say about that movie. I, I think my first Willem Dafoe movie was Boondock Saints. So oh, okay. that's like my Willem Dafoe. And then obviously we all have him as the Green Goblin. That was being the, insane. Yeah, so. that was the first. Uh, I think Shadow of the Vampire is when I really started to notice Willem Dafoe. And but, how batshit crazy he is. Yes. yes. Yeah. So they got Val Kilmer. And because of this movie, Joel Schumacher's like, I want to be my Batman and Batman forever. Oh, no. That's good, but sad. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I feel like Batman hindered Val Kilmer yeah. as, like, his career. Yeah. Oh, he never bounced back. Like, um, it's I think I think the, the Saint and Island of Dr. Moreau helped there, too. Well, I think I he was Batman on his was way the start back of his with decline. He was on his way back with Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. And then he started to get sick and. 2005 uh, and then he was in remission and then it, then it came back in the late uh 2010s like it it wasn't good but this was the role that like everyone even every film critic who hated this movie was like i am still pissed off that val kilmer was not nominated for an oscar it's a bad movie he wasn't no oh gee oh fuck Oh, sorry. I, I don't remember. Are we yeah, allowed? Yeah, you can swear. Okay. Fucking swear. Okay, uh, no, <laughs> but like... What, 30 minutes in and I'm like swearing up a storm, whatever. But I, I just love how he's... What is it that he does? It's when Billy Bob, who... Too many people in this movie are named Johnny. Johnny Ringo, Johnny Flynn is uh, uh, Billy Bob, and then there's like 12 more Johnnies. <laughs> And is this why you proposed it to me? No, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even realize that. It's because um, <laughs> it's a happy accident. That because I didn't want to have to think about saying anything bad about Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Um, <laughs> um, That's true. But like, I just love when Billy Bob comes to kill Wyatt, and he's got the shotgun, and that's when they reveal Doc Holiday, and Billy Bob's like. Doc, he's like, he's like, oh, this is my friend White Earp. You may leave now, Johnny. Like, because <laughs> well, like Doc is Doc is what dying of, uh, of consumption. Yeah. yeah. So he's dying the whole movie, and you don't really find out about it until maybe like a third of the way in. I mean, he's pale. Like as soon as you see him. I mean, I even made a note of that, and then like. Yeah, a, a couple of scenes later, he's just like, I'm sick. Cough. Like, he starts coughing. And I was like, ah, he's dying. I got it. Yeah, because they do that classic thing of where he coughs blood into a hanky. He's not well. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and like, he's literally on his deathbed at least three times in this movie. Yeah, when when his last lines in the movie are literally Doc Holliday's last lines of I'll be damned. Because he thought that he was going to die in a gun battle and not in a bed. He or how he put it, 
he thought he was gonna die with his boots on. Oh, I blacked that out because you see the boots, and I was just like, "What?" Yeah, like him, him and Kurt Russell work oddly well together. But it's it's when he doesn't work, when Val Kilmer doesn't work, it's when he has to talk to anyone else. Mm. And mainly yeah. his his wife or lover or escort, whatever she's supposed to be. Partner in crime, literally. Yeah. I, I just love when he introduces when he's at the the opera or the vaudeville show or whatever the fuck it is and he has his mistress and he's like darling you remember the herps <laughs> like 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 basically like it's a family gathering <laughs> so he knows wyatt but not the other brothers no he knows all of them virgil okay. doesn't care for doc because uh, he's too much of a uh of a lothario because well, it's it's like you said, he and um, Kurt Russell have all the scenes together. And so I was just like, okay, so maybe it's like they were besties. And they are, yeah. the other the, the other two may not know him that well or something. They know him. It's just he's too much of a... Like, Womanizer. No, not even that. He's too unpredictable. They're, these are men of the law. And... Basically, you can think of it like Wyatt has his informants, like the way, you know, in a police procedural, like on Starsky and Hutch, they had Huggy Bear. He's the Huggy Bear. Okay. Yeah, because the whole movie is like, don't get involved. Do not get involved. And then they get involved and he's like, motherfucker. <laughs> now I have Just to go Just wanted to deep. have a vacation. <laughs> like, um, I, so... The, the pacing of this movie also got to me because we're following this one story and then all of a sudden Bill Paxton dies, which we know we knew was going to happen. Mm-hmm. There's a shootout with the Cowboys and then he sends off his uh, Wyatt sends off his family and he's like, now we're going to kill the Cowboys, the bad guys. And then there's a montage of them killing Cowboys randomly. And I was just like, where did this come from? <laughs> what is this? Well, the other thing is, like, you have the corrupt mayor or whatever John Tenney's character is supposed to be. And then he starts deputizing the cowboys. And it's like, when did this guy become bad? Oh, because he wants to have sex with Lois Lane or Dana Delaney. The actress plays Lois Lane in the Superman cartoon. The the singer? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's Lois Lane. Um, yeah, he wants to, he wants to have have sex with Dana Delaney and she's like no I want Wyatt Earp and then he's like well I'm going to deputize all these guys to kill him like it, it's now fragility man but this movie most of the reason why it's good is because of Kilmer yeah and Kurt Russell just being old Kurt Russell trying to be John Wayne is that tickles me I mean, I was waiting for John Wayne to make it a cameo as well. Well, at this point, Johnny, he's been dead for 20 years. So. I, well, you know, but like I was just like Charlton. I, I don't remember Charlton Heston being a Western person, but I guess they were trying to be like, 
He was around the same so time. That was supposed to be Glenn Ford. Um, but Glenn Ford was too sick at that point. Glenn Ford was in 310 to Yuma. He was in The Searchers. He was in the original True Grit. So they wanted like an old Western actor. And and then when he died, they're like, we'll get Robert Mitchum. And Robert Mitchum was making another Western and was like, I'm dying soon. I don't want to keep making Westerns. You have two scenes. <laughs> At most. Not even. You're like, Not- hey, hey. Welcome to my farm. Oh no, he's sick, and we'll take care of him because he's sick. Like, and, like you're not even part. Of there was there a shoot. There was a shootout there. Yeah, and and Heston is like, get off my property. Like, mm-hmm. I was shocked that they didn't get Clint Eastwood to do that part. Like, would he have been old enough? This was Unforgiven, and Unforgiven was supposed to be like the man with no name as an old man. So yeah, it would have sunk up. Um, I mean, uh, uh, Clint Eastwood is like forever old man in my brain. Yeah. Like Sam Elliott is forever old man in my brain or older man. So I mean, Sam Elliott is the type of guy who only 10 men can pull off that mustache and he's nine of them. Like, like, yes, yes. If anyone tried to wear that mustache, you'd be like, they're, they're, you know, they they look like a kid putting on a fake mustache. And then Sam Elliott's like, oh, I'll do it. <laughs> is the is the 10th one? Um, uh, crap. What's Tom Selleck? Yeah, the 10th one is yeah. Tom Selleck. Of course. Of course it is. <laughs> but like, like Kurt Russell in this movie, he's doing his John Wayne thing. He's like, yeah, you are. You are. Yeah. Like, he's just like a rude and tooted cowboy. And he pulls it off but at the same time it's like okay we get it you're all over the place he's like i don't know i can't be a man of the law anymore i want to have this casino and i want you know booze like and then he's like oh man we got to go kill these guys well so they kind of allude to like what he did prior to coming to town as a lawman because mm-hmm. he has a reputation and i and like it, I really liked um, when he introduced himself to somebody, and he's and that person's like, "Yeah, you're wired up, sure, okay, all right, bro." Yeah, cool Cause, story, bro. Because like, there, if you think about it, uh, back in that day, there's no way to prove it unless somebody is like, "No, no, this is really him." Like, this yeah. is my yeah. It, it was Billy Bob. Yes, that's and it. then because like because like we don't there was no like there are no licenses there are no photo IDs um, you're you're basing it off of word of mouth. But the other thing is you have Virgil and Morgan Earp there and they're like yeah that's Wyatt and he's like fuck you and then Doc Holliday's like hello Wyatt and he's like you're Wyatt Earp and I'm like I fucking told you I was Wyatt Earp. Yeah, but you. It, back in those days, it seems like you have to, um, in order to believe something, you have to have somebody you trust tell you it's with thing. two forms of ID and mm-hmm. uh, something from the mail <laughs> or and, the Pony Express finger, back then. And fingerprints, yes. Yeah, but I think the thing that annoyed me the most this time watching it, I always forget about the kid who's part of the Cowboys 
I don't know if you know which one I'm talking about. The young one who sends the message. He's also the kid that like tries to fight Wyatt and he takes his gun out and bashes the kid in the head. And he's like, get out of here, scamp. I think I blacked that out. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Two hours and 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I barely have the capacity for an hour and a half movie. Two hours and 10 <coughs> minutes. Well, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is 2.15. I, I don't know. I guess Westerns aren't my thing then because I could watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang yeah. easily. Also, Marvel movies. Can you watch Marvel movies? I can watch Marvel movies, yes. Those are like three hours now. <sighs> Two hours of this. I just think I, Johnny doesn't like ponies. I, no, I do. I, I believe there's a horse girl in me somewhere, but <laughs> I mean, I don't you're know. Tina? I just, you're Tina Belcher. I am a little bit of a Tina Belcher. I just you didn't understand. I just didn't understand. Like, is this supposed to be a biopic? Is this what, what like, what is exactly is the so, as I said before, Wyatt Earp was the biopic that was that came out at the same time. So <clears throat> Russell, Kurt Russell was like, eh, let's just do one where everyone's killing everybody. Because this is a fictionalized story then. No, it's actually very, it's more accurate to the OK Corral because in Wyatt Earp, when they get to the OK Corral, that's the end of the movie. It's like, oh, everything's all honky dory uh, and then like this movie is like no the okay corral the shootout at the okay corral caused all of this shit yeah because it seems like a, a lot of things and nothing happens in this movie the okay so where they took liberties is how curly bill died that was over dramatized of course and how Johnny Ringo died, because I guess the real Johnny Ringo, his crew just got so tired of him that they just had him drink himself to death and he died in a river. And they're like, oh, cool. that's, that's boring. That's not cinematic. So we're going to have Doc kill him. And that reveal, that scene at the end is like my favorite of the entire movie. When he's like, oh, yeah, showed up. Why? And he's like, I'm your Hogleberry. Yeah. And yeah, it's it. I mean, Johnny Ringo's death actually upsets me. Like, cause it, like how he shoots him in the head and he just starts going, uh, cause he's still alive. He's like a zombie cowboy. Like, and well, that that's also what confused me. Cause cowboy is a profession, right? It's like a bandit. I so, thought cowboys were ran- ranch handlers or something. No, those are ranchers. Oh, so you have lawmen, you have ranchers and you have cowboys and cowboys they literally did wear the red sash, which, you know, they look more like flamenco dancers. Okay. Okay. So now, now that puts a lot of things in perspective. Cause I was just like, you're calling yourself cowboys, but like, I thought cowboys were the good guys or like ranchers or something. Cause you know, we say cowboys are like Ronins. Like if, if, if lawmen are like samurais, Cowboys are like a bunch of Ronins who just like hang out and do shit. Like, because we used to call the phrase cowboys and Indians. Yes, I know that's culturally insensitive, but I believe that's... the movie you're thinking of, Johnny, is Cowboys and Aliens. No, no, no. like, you know, whenever people would, whenever yeah. you were like, no, I a know kid the, the playing... movie with Daniel Craig and yes, John Favreau's finest. Yeah. 
Uh, because, uh, but like, I didn't realize that they were vigilantes or antagonists in a way. Mm-hmm. So I guess that also disassociated myself from it. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know if you noticed this, but th- this movie also s- kind of subverts the Western genre because uh, um, Wyatt wears a black hat the whole time. And um, what's his name? The leader of the cowboys wears the white hat. And so yeah, usually Curly Bill. Curly Bill wears the white hat. And, and like, Johnny Ringo has a brown hat. Uh oh, right. He's like the main antagonist. Well, Curly Bill is like the leader of the group. Right. But but what's his name? Uh Johnny, Johnny Ringo. Like from watching Westerns, if you wear a brown hat, you're a good guy. If you wear a white hat, you're a good guy. If you wear a black hat, you're a bad guy. You're a bad and, guy, right. And then, like, the Earps show up, and they look like like an emo goth band of the Old West. They look like the Cure. They Especially, look like they're about to fuck some shit up, but really, yeah, they're they, not. They literally look like they're out of the Matrix. Yeah, because if you but look in at, the West. <laughs> if you look at Wyatt Earp, Kevin Costner's wearing a brownish white hat, and he's got, like, an overcoat that's tan and taupe. And, like... He's like, I'm a cowboy, Rudy Tootie, fresh and fruity. Like, he's just like shooting his guns. And then, like, you see this movie and you're like, holy shit, these guys mean business. Yes. But, like, I wonder, I mean, it has to have been on purpose that they did, the, they reversed the hats. They wanted them to look cool, is what it says in the trivia. Really? Yeah. I mean, they fucking looked cool. I, they did look cool, but like, I mean, most lawmen, not to, I don't want to even go there, but Wild Wild West, in that movie, they're all wearing, like, Will Smith is wearing a black hat. Has a black hat, you're right. So, like, the lawmen wore the black. Somewhere it got lost in translation. Interesting, interesting. I just thought it was, I I just really, uh, I I thought they were making a statement with that. Because... I guess not. <laughs> or they were, and they were like, whatever, man, it's just a hat at this point. So according to my research, they wanted Luke Perry to play the Jason Priestley role. So and they went from an, were they both on 90210? They were. Yeah. They couldn't get Ian Ziering. Um <laughs> He's too busy working on Sharknado. Uh, How are all these sharks in these tornadoes? But like, so, so, Priestley was doing Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the original movie. And Jason, uh, not Priestley, uh, Luke Perry was doing the original Uh, Buffy movie. Yes, 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 yes. And Priestley scooped this in because everyone thought that Jason Priestley was going to be like the next big thing. And then... I think he was fine in this movie. Yeah, I just thought like when they introduce him and they actually give his character some gravitas at the beginning and they're like, oh, he's in love with Billy Zane. But then, like, they do nothing with that because it's 1993 and they they basically played it safe. I mean, it's also not important to this story. Yeah, but I, I love Billy Zane. I would have liked for him to have something else to do. I mean, they gave him a wig, so that's, that's good. No, that was his hair. Oh, that's so upsetting. <laughs> that's really upsetting. <laughs> Yep. I'm used I'm used to Titanic Billy Zane with the 
shorter hair. Or well, he's bald now, right? Yeah. He's yeah. Bald. That's yep. what I'm used to. Bald but, Billy Zane. But Billy Zane in this movie, like he basically is just trying to get Dana Delaney fucked. <laughs> like he's like, oh, there's a guy. There's a guy too. There's another guy. Like, right. And she's super predatory, which is like, because like, I, it's a little weird because um, Kurt Russell is married and they and she hits on him hardcore and he's like, listen, lady, you cute, you, you're sexy but he and all. Still goes on a date with her. I, it's wild. But I mean, he he does make a point to be like, I'm married, and then and then goes on the date and then ends up with her, and it's just like, why? There, it doesn't. It only seems like one of you is putting in the effort to show emotion in this relationship, and it's not you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, it, I don't. The women in this movie, they are, do not pass the Bechtel test. Oh. Because they do talk about men. You're right. All the time. That's all they do. But like. Oh, there's one scene where she's like, oh, here, here's some opium. But like there are five women in this movie that have lines. Yep. The rest of it is all men being being boys. Mm -hmm. But like and like three of the women, the wives barely talk. They have that one scene together, but that's it. <laughs> yeah. So you're just like, this is great, everyone. This it's is like, this is really what the hell? Yeah, but I guess also they weren't important to the story, and it's just like, okay, well, then why put so much emphasis on them? The I have beginning? no idea. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. That and stupid picture that they pose for that. That's not really a picture, but them like posing in a mirror. Well, it's okay. so dumb. I get it. I get it though. It's supposed to be like, oh, we're here for a happy life. And audience, this is a cue for you to know that shit's gonna get fucked in about and two minutes. The other crazy thing is so much this movie is so long, but like I can't really remember anything that really happens in the movie. Like I remember uh, Thank you. Okay, I thought it was just me. I'm not going to lie to you because I, I mean, we were supposed to record this a couple of days ago and I was like, I'm going to speed through this. And you're like, no, no, you need to watch it. And so it's insane. I, you have to see the craziness. I did watch it. I was just, I, so like that ending montage where he goes and kills all the cowboys. I was just like, this would have been better if it was like the hallway scene in old boy, you know, where if it's mm -hmm. one continuous like go from one room to another to another campsite. Like the fact that it's different locations mm -hmm. and it's super quick. Right. Like, I don't know. Uh, it, how long is that supposed to be? A day, a month, a year? Who knows? Yeah. I don't know how much, how long, how, how long, uh, how much time passes in this movie. I mean, they added extra scenes because Val Kilmer was the one who was testing well. So they added extra Val Kilmer scenes. They added the the scene with the piano and they added that first scene where they introduced him playing cards. Because originally he was just supposed Not to show up. Yeah. He was just supposed to show up when 
when he gets ambushed outside the barber shop by Billy Bob with them French fried potatoes. Uh, that would- he, I love that he ends. He's like, Baba. Then he sits in the chair and the barber starts shaving him. I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> he sounded like Hank Hill. Baba. Baba. Yeah. Um, but like, I didn't like this movie, but I did appreciate Val Kilmer's performance. Yeah. Well, the, the only thing that I have to say that pisses me off that Val Kilmer says, and it's not his fault, it's not, he didn't write the line, but when he goes, uh, when Kurt Russell goes, are you okay to go, Doc? Why are you here? He's like, well, I want to be with the last rod of Wyatt Earp and his immortals. No one ever called them that. Like, I, this is like a weird hill to die on, but no one ever called him that. That's a weird fucking thing to say. Well, isn't that after the he made, he, yeah the shootout? It's when in the in the river, and mm-hmm. he didn't get shot because apparently they're fighting stormtroopers. Well, no, this is after he kills Johnny Ringo. He's like, "What the hell are you doing here? You're supposed to be resting." He's like, "I wanted to go on one last ride with." Oh, so this is way after that then. Yeah, this is after he kills Johnny Ringo. And the Immortals is Wyatt, Doc, and then that other guy who's not Michael Rooker. It's like, why did this guy, this no-name actor who like no one remembers, why is he still around? And why is Michael Rooker dead? <laughs> like Michael Rooker dies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When when they go to the ranch, someone brings a a uh dead corpse that's covered in mud and shit and blood. That's, and it's Michael Rooker. It's Michael Rooker because they say McMasters and that's who he was. Uh, see, Okay, because like I needed like a map or something because they needed to watch names. this with the IMDb on. <laughs> I, I watched it on Prime so you could do the hover with the x-ray. You, you, you should have paused it every five seconds. Who's this? What's that? Who's this guy? Who's that guy? Because like Cause like Jason Priestley's character, I don't remember his name. I don't think they give him a name. It was probably Johnny. It was probably Johnny, or like, cause like, or like deputy. And you're like, that doesn't help because everyone becomes deputized at the end. Yeah, like if you're trying to create law and order in this town, why would the mayor deputize all of these villains, all these cowboys? Like you only know Doc and Wyatt Earp's names because they say it every three seconds. Like they also say Virgil too, which is Sam Elliott. The one that they don't say is Morgan because they call him like Morgie or Morty or like. The other brother. Yeah. Bill Paxton. Yeah. Bill Paxton. It's, it's just a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I feel like if they maybe were to make it a series, it would have been better. Yes, this this is one of those things that should have been like today. If they were to make this, it would be like an HBO Max miniseries or, you know, a limited series on like Paramount Plus. Right. Or it was still with the same amount of star power. Yeah. But I feel like the song she should have sang. What's her name sings? Uh Oh, I... Dana Delaney, she sings a song. I'm like, why isn't she? She seems like the type of girl who can't say no. Like she should be singing "Can't Say No" Stop. from Oklahoma. Stop right now. I'm just Oklahoma. a girl who can't say no. I mean, it would be historically inaccurate if she did. 
But I see. But it would have been like a Baz Luhrmann movie. <laughs> or or uh, or you can't get a man with a gun from any get your gun. That's not the actual melody line. I don't know what it is because my. <sighs> Anyone you can do, I can do better. I'm sorry. She's so thirsty in this movie. She's so horny. She is. And it's okay. And like, that's okay. But like, that's positive. It's fine. But, but like, if that, if that's your only trait though. Well, okay. I love how she's blaming Mayor John Tenney for the death of Billy Zane when the person who's technically responsible is Wyatt and then Wyatt shows up and she's like, oh, hi. Like, she's like, fuck you, John Tenney. Fuck you. And then Wyatt shows up and she's like, oh, I'm not mad at you. <laughs> like, Yeah. yeah. The, what's weird about this is like everyone gets mad at Wyatt for things that wasn't his fault to begin with. It was technically with. Virgil. Virgil. So Virgil gets mad and he was like, I got shot because of you. No, you moron. You deputized yourself. You became that. That right there. That's it. Yes, 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 yes. Because because they have that shootout um, after they ban guns in, in Tombstone. But like, A, the other guys draw, drew first. So it's not the Earp's fault. And B, uh, Virgil and Bill Paxton like deputized themselves. And, and why it was even like, y'all are dumb. We said we weren't going to do this. You promised. And And so. But you said like, that's what. And so when Virgil gets a boo-boo, he's like, oh, how dare you, Wyatt? It's all your fucking fault. And it's like, I was just standing here. (laughs) Virgil. Wyatt's here to help clean up your mess. Right. Like like when he's yelling at him, I, I, I just all I can think of is like, what did I do? Right. Yes. Virgil's all just like, owie, I got boo-boo, I got shot. It's all your fault. This is my no. fault for playing with cowboys. <laughs> like, I mean, in the larger picture, it might be his fault because he has the reputation and blah, blah, blah. But like in Tombstone, it's your fault. Like Tombstone, the town, it's your fault. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant Tombstone, the pizza. <laughs> That's no, another I meant, thing. That, that's another and, thing I'm going to talk about. Of all the things to name your thing, like I find it so weird. You name your pizza after an area where a bunch of people were fucking murdered. <laughs> like, well, so I think it's I. I don't know history. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a big history person. So, like, I remember OK Corral, like hearing about it and everything i didn't remember it was in a town called tombstone and so when you told me we're watching tombstone i was like okay (laughs) odd that they well odd that they named it after the a headstone or or like you know somebody a gravesite and then you realize tombstone is the name of the town you're like are you what (laughs) what the other thing okay so one of the last things I'll say about this movie is the fact that that I I have to comment on the chemistry. Kurt Russell has chemistry with everyone. The person He's who very, does yes. The person who we haven't even talked about that has no chemistry is Michael Bean. Michael Bean was Johnny Ringo. He was Kyle Reese in the original Terminator movie. Uh-huh. Like he 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 basically 
They're like, we need you to do two things. We need you to be brooding. And then can you be drunk? And he's like, I can try. And they're like, whoa, that's too much. You know what he, who he kind of reminds me of? Have you seen Our Flag Means Death? Yeah. Oh, I know who you're talking about. The, uh, Blackbeard's the, right-hand man. Yeah, he kind of reminded me of him. Yeah. Because I guess it's because he's the right-hand man of the main antagonist. or. Yeah. And then uh, he the, becomes the main antagonist for some reason. Right. So, uh, I mean, I didn't hate that as in terms of a treatment. It's just that um, once, I keep forgetting his name, Curly Bill. Curly Bill. Once Curly Bill dies, you're just like, okay, so who's left? Because you're... <laughs> I forgot Ringo existed. Then there's that other guy that was at the train station that was uh, going to kill uh, Wyatt Earp, but Wyatt Stephen Earp turned Lang. into him. Yeah, I was just like, you're letting this fucker live? He he should have died like three scenes ago. Yeah, like in. so many times Stephen Lang has has almost died in this movie. And the last time we see him, I don't even think he dies in this movie. I know he gets cut by by Wyatt's boot, and then they're like, okay, off you go, off you pop. Wasn't he part of the, the shootout at the creek? I don't remember seeing him die, though. Uh, With his luck, true. he's kind of like Benny from uh, The Mummy. And he's like, hey, O'Connell, I got all the horses. The Mummy? The Mummy. I love The Mummy. How dare you? <laughs> no, the fact that you're just pulling a mummy reference. But he's like, exactly okay. like Benny. He's exactly like Benny. He's that type of character. Like he True. he should have died six times in this movie. And then every time he comes back, he's more Weasley. And then you're like, wait a minute. This is the guy who was the bad guy in Avatar. It's like, how does he keep coming back? You mean the, the Nickelodeon cartoon Avatar The Last Airbender? No. You jackass. Uh, <laughs> no. Because we're not talking about the, the last airbender movie because that doesn't exist. No, in my we, opinion. No, I'm talking about what's his name? James Cameron's avatar. Oh, blue people. He he's the military guy. Blue people fern gully. Yeah. 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 I was gonna say dances with Smurfs, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pocahontas, but with blue people. Right. He's 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 the guy, he's the general guy with the crew cut and He's also in Don't Breathe. I don't fucking remember that movie. (laughs) Did you see the movie Don't Breathe? Yeah. He's the blind guy. Oh, I like him in that one. Right. But in those in both those movies in Avatar and Don't Breathe, he's jacked and he's ripped and he's cut. And then this, he looks like basically like stinky Pete, the prospector from Toy Story 2. But like he's also wearing layers of things. I know. So it's like a. So if he were to take his shirt off, he'd be like Ned Flanders. Like, <laughs> oh god, this this movie is wild. Yeah, I I've okay, gone through all my notes. So, in your thought, does Val Kilmer make a better? Uh, I I want to say sidekick, but that's not like the the supporting character, supporting lead. Yeah, yeah. He definitely does, because if you think about it, the movies where he's the star of, he's technically like I was I was on but a song with Johnny doing well, when Top does this Secret. come out. It's it's coming out when Top Secret comes out. July 7th. Yeah. So the same day. Yeah. 
So pop over to my podcast, Life's But a Song. Where we're getting to us. that. Hold on. We're not there yet. We, wherever, but, wherever you're listening to this, you can listen to that episode where we talk about another Val Kilmer movie. But but he he's kind of, even though he's the lead of that movie, he's technically supporting because as soon as they introduce everyone else, he just goes into the background. Same thing happens in it the movie Real like, Genius. It becomes like an ensemble for the, right. that one. And in Real Genius, he gets the lead, like the, the starring role credit but he's technically the supporting character the main movie have you seen real genius no i haven't but i'm i'm gonna say in kiss kiss bang bang because that one i have seen multiple times yeah robert downey um, jr is the lead robert downey jr is the lead and he's like not i, I want to say he's like the co-lead because like he's supporting he's not, he's not supporting but like he's not a lead he's somewhere it's, in the middle yeah but that that's that's what Val Kilmer's best at. Like Val Kilmer in Top Gun, I just rewatched Top Gun. Oh, he's, Top Gun, yeah. He's built second, but he's in the movie for like 45 minutes of a two-hour movie. That movie was two hours. Yeah. Uh. the original Top Gun, not the not the new yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the new one, but it's not the original But like he's in that movie not as much as you think. Val Kilmer has this charisma where he just shows up and anytime he's on, he steals the scene. Like even in Batman, he wasn't like he was the lead, but it wasn't. It was Jim Carrey's movie. Let's let's be. Yeah, you're right. It was Jim Carrey's movie. But like he has this charm that. Like is so. Great for the the supporting role. Mm-hmm. But like he could be a character like in this one he's dying but he's still like kind of campy and over the top i mean when they cut to the shot of him sitting on the horse they're like is everyone okay and then they cut to him and he's just coughing up blood and rolling his eyes like barely like able to sit up straight yeah yeah I, and like and like um kiss kiss bang bang he he's um he get he's also a camp queen in that one. Mm-hmm. And then like like whenever he gets to have fun, it's when you when you enjoy his performance. And it's kind of upsetting that like he never had a bigger career having fun in roles. Cause like it's it sounds like um I've I haven't seen Island of Dr. Moreau, but I've heard uh how did this get me talk about it yeah, and it, it seems like nobody wanted that to happen no um and what was the other one that you talked about that was also his downfall um oh the saint yeah it's it, it just seems like okay so the saint it's that thing you're talking about for kiss kiss bang bang technically the main focus of the movie the saint is elizabeth shoe she is, she is investigating. I can't remember if she is like a cop or if she is a reporter, but she's investigating who Simon Templer is. And that's Val Kilmer. That's the saint. And it's it's basically her doing like all the research. Like if you consider the girl with the dragon tattoo movies, everyone's like, oh yeah, those are about Elizabeth Salander. No, those movies are about Mikhail Bloomquist. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. But because that person, the girl with the dragon tattoo is more interesting, everyone's attention goes to them. Just like in a Val Kilmer movie, he is the girl with the dragon tattoo. I mean, not going to lie, that's not really the original title, translation of the title of the book. It's yeah, but you know what man. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, okay, so that that's basically where we fall there. Like Val Kilmer is just so appealing. I thinking about it, Willem Dafoe would not have worked. He, no, I mean he still would have acted the shit out of it. Not yeah, but he wouldn't not, have done the voice. He's not as charismatic. Yeah, like Val Kilmer did the voice because he he's always wanted to play Mark Twain. Like he was supposed to get older if he didn't lose his voice and he was going to be in a movie about Mark Twain and he never got to do it because he got throat cancer. Oh, that's so sad now. He used to travel the country doing a one-man show as Mark Twain. It was his dream. And it's heartbreaking. It's fucking heartbreaking. Like the closest he got is when they made like a bad adaptation of Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn and he introduces him and is like, hello, I'm Val Kilmer. I mean Mark Twain. Like, that's actually really upsetting. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. We don't know Val Kilmer for shit, like, as a person. But he seems like a decent fellow. He likes having fun with people. Like, like one thing that I could have done, because on this podcast, we mainly do TV and movies. We alternate. But Val Kilmer hasn't done a ton of TV. And I'm not going to do, like, a bunch of episodes of Knight Rider, where he's the voice of the car. And I'm not going to do the final episode of Psych, where he shows up at the end as... Oh, he was the voice of Kit? Yeah. I didn't know that. <clears throat> okay. So okay. that makes him losing his voice even more heartbreaking. Yeah. I hope somehow by the miracle of, you know, science, he can get his voice back. Me too. Like they, they do Star Wars and they put like... A voice box in it, yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah, that's all I have for my notes. Anything yeah, we, we forgot? Two hours and ten minutes. I just think I think I think it's just because of the pacing. That's why I. That's you feel it. You feel the length of it. Like those other movies that we we talked about that are longer. There's something to that you can grab onto that doesn't feel that. There's long. more meat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, like the. The this fights, is, the the shootouts were yeah. spread out. Um, they also felt dumb. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Swiss cheese movie. It's full of holes, but it tastes good going down. Uh, sometimes. So how many bagels? Oh, I forget. Are we out of 13? Mm-hmm. Baker's dozen. I'm going to go right in the middle. Uh, I'll say, I'll say, um, you know what? I'll just say seven. I'm going with nine. I like this movie. I like his performance. I think six of the bagels. Wait, are we basing it? Are we saying it as a movie or as Val Kilmer? Because then if it's Val Kilmer, I'll agree with you and be like nine, ten. No, as a movie. As a movie, seven. Yeah. So so (laughs) six of my bagels go specifically to Val Kilmer. Yeah, I think all seven of mine are Val Kilmer. And then the other three go to Kurt Russell for ghost writing this ghost directing and 
having to do everything when everyone's like, oh, shit, I'm going to give up. And he's like, no. I didn't but hate I, him, but it's just that it's your, scene partner, it's just, your, your scene partner stole the scene from you. Yeah. Like, like but, uh, well, that's how I feel like any t- time someone tries to act against Sam Rockwell, like it's like, don't try. You're not going to win. The only time that he's ever been bested in a scene is when he went up against Francis McDormand and three billboards. Like it's the only time I f- like I f- feel the same way about Meryl Streep. Yeah. Like good luck. Or there's, there's one time Meryl got outbeaten in my opinion. Or like when Jessica Lang was on American Horror Story, like you're going to lose this scene. <laughs> I know it's not a competition, but like she's going to devour you. Right. <laughs> so what do you want to promote, Johnny? Oh, um, well, if you're enjoying our conversation about Val Kilmer today, uh, you should pop on over to my podcast, Life's But a Song, where we're talking about the movie Top Secret. Um, we uh, over there, I like to talk about musical movies and musical TV shows with a new guest. Um, episodes are out every Mondays and Thursdays. And if you want to get in touch with the socials, it's at But a Song Pod everywhere. And then I have another podcast, Movie Deja Vu Pod, which I need to ask you a question about in a hot second after we were done recording, uh, where my myself and my co-host, Shady, we compare movies by creating a verbal Venn diagram. And that is available anywhere you're listening to this, as well as you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Movie Deja Vu Pod, and we're on Twitter at Movie Deja Vu No Pod. And I have another podcast called Hell is a Musical. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook and email us hellisamusical at gmail.com. I'm still trying to get the thing set up with the Instagram, get that fixed, but I'm going to have to create a new one. Um, You can find this podcast on all of the areas where you can stream it. Give us five stars, subscribe, and you can find us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Until next time, Johnny, thanks for doing this. Give us some bagels, actually. Don't give us five stars. Give us five no, bagels. Give us five stars and subscribe, please. Until and, send next us, time. and send us bagels. We this want isn't bagels. your podcast. <laughs> I want bagels. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Scott Carlin. Bye. Bye.